0: (laughs) leave that in yeah do you remember how to introduce the show
1: (laughs) i'm working on it (laughs) (laughs) hello herd and welcome to another episode of the herd main show i am your herd leader john wayne i'm here too and we are here talking about more Star Wars. First episode of the herd main show of twenty twenty one here on Nerd Herder. So yay, that's exciting.
0: Very exciting. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a great year.
1: Probably. Relatively. <laughs> We're hoping, at least you know. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna be a okay year if we make it, and if we make yeah. great podcast stuff, it's gonna be awesome.
0: It's going to be a Gregorian calendar year.
1: So if we fail. If if the year sucks, it's because we didn't make anything good enough. <laughs> it's our fault. Sorry guys.
0: Um, I don't know about that part.
1: It's the other podcast's fault. <laughs> it's everybody else. Darn you certain point of view. <laughs> um, no, good to be back recording. Uh, finally. It's been a couple months off. Um, we have yet to be un be able to not take uh the Christmas season off. Um, just due to work life and everything like that. And so, yet again, it struck, and we took a non-consensual break. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. We weren't happy about it, though. No. Um, And so, but uh, starting off 2021, there's probably no better way than talking about what was good about 2020. And since the H.E.R.D. main show is the Star Wars version of Nerd Herder, um obviously that means talking about the mandalorian because that was the most significant star war uh last year yeah i mean i agree we we don't want it to be overshadowing of books and comics that happened um that were great but you know i mean as far as the big deal yeah it's usually it's usually the shows and the movies and everything
0: yeah and you got stuff like high republic republic I, I would read High Republic immediately. <laughs> I want a puppy Star well, that Wars
1: was, story. Was, that wasn't a 2020 thing. That was a 2021 thing, though. Well... Right? I'm I, pretty sure.
0: It was announced in 2020 and well, then yeah. began to roll All out in 2021. All
1: the hype began there.
0: Sure. Yes. Accurate. And well-deserved hype for Pete's sake.
1: And then the other uh, comics that are kind of ongoing, the Star Wars one, Darth Vader one, which now... Um, is getting very interesting because it's getting into some Rise of Skywalker related things. Exegol comes up and everything like that. And that while that's a 2021 thing, if you're looking to get into comics or if you should read Star Wars comics. You should. Um, you need to just, just, just find the right one. And right now, Darth Vader, it starts off uh, a little rocky. I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but it's getting somewhere interesting. So it's a good one to read. Uh, we did get Clone Wars comics last year we with a uh, friend of the show, Michael Morisi. That That's... was great. Um, the volumed collection of it, the collected, I think it's five issues, is coming out soon. And you should and can order it on Amazon. You absolutely um, should. Support that. Awesome work. Uh, 2020, we did get um, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to remember, but that did happen early in the year. Right? That did happen. Yeah, that happened before um, season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. Yes, twenty yes twenty is. is a hard thing to place because, Listen. like, so much of it is just like we 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 didn't have quarantine life, Mm-mm. so it's not so much that hey, so much of life was spent at home. So I can't remember what happened when. It's no. just so much happened.
0: It was days and days of working nonstop and just staring at the calendar, going, "What is that moving?"
1: Right, like you you forget where you are because it's all the same. It yeah. just all looks and feels the same. So. Yeah. no, it was 2020. It had to be 2020.
0: I was talking to someone the other day, and I was like, oh, man, we haven't been to Disney in years. And
1: we went last realized, year. Yeah. yeah, in January um, last year. It, it was 2020. I remember because I was talking about it with um, friends at work during mm-hmm. COVID stuff. So, it w- yeah, we did get Clone Wars, which we talked about that already. Yes, we did. Really, we're just trying to cover up for the fact that we didn't talk about Mando when it was popular, so we're talking about it now.
0: We're talking about it now, and we are going to do our best
1: (laughs) to stay on track. Yeah, we're not going to cover everything. We've already established that, and we've already tried that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Um, Surprise.
0: (laughs) This is not the first time we've recorded this episode. (laughs) Right.
1: You don't know how many times episodes happen before it gets to you uh, wherever you digest them, whether that be YouTube or podcast uh, platforms of uh, various colors and brands, whether it be the purple one or the green one. I like the Um, green one. I like the green one, too. Uh, But... Uh, no, you know, this kind of coincides with our 2021 thing, which we've kind of put out there before. And, and, you know, it's a new year and it's still still January. So some people are probably still working on resolutions. Uh, but, you yeah. know, our, our hope for the podcast, um, our resolution um, is that we're going to do what makes us happy with the podcast. Yeah. um, And, and, you know, a whole point of a resolution, you're standing resolute, you're standing firm, and you're not backing down. And we're not backing down from the fact that Nerd Herder is a hobby, podcasting is a hobby. It's talking about things we like. And whenever you create something and put it out into the ether, it can quickly turn into uh, a grind, it can mm-hmm. quickly turn into, I need to make this the best thing ever, I need to get discovered i need to get viral i need to be awesome i need to do what all the other big names are talking about you know um and you can forget you're talking about a fictional universe of things and yeah. you can forget that i mean like you're just talking about something you like hopefully you like and you start to get swept up in all of this pressure to perform and to stick with the algorithm and to be popular and um, that I mean, that's happened. Anybody that makes anything has that tinge of I want people to like this. I mm-hmm. want this to be good, um, but that can really get turned around easily. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're not doing what you like. And and I don't want anybody to go back and listen to episodes. Or if you're starting here, or if you've listened to other ones, I don't want you to like backtrack and be like, "Wait, is this episode I loved one? They hated it. We didn't hate no anything we've made." Um it's more so that maybe things we've done could have been different Mm -hmm. um maybe it could have been more unique and also it's more that this could get worse if we let it um and it was something only a two-month hiatus kind of revealed and it wasn't intentional we it was literally because of work um but it happened nonetheless and it was an opportunity to be like hey we should get back to podcasting, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get back to the way it was. Like it yeah. was, it's a weird feeling to take to step away from something and then come back, and you're like, I, this, I, I want it to be different than what it was. Yeah, it, and it, not wrong, but
0: eh. yeah, it, it it was definitely a feeling of oh man, I miss this, but it was also like I don't want to do it the same way we've always done it because I don't know it. There can be days where it feels forced.
1: Well, and I think that's a product of what's going on in life in general. Anyway, it's just a matter yes. of if I'm going to do something, I'm going to like it. I'm yeah. not. I'm. I'm not going to keep just beating myself over the head for some for a hobby. You know, th- this is was never meant to be a job. This was never meant to be our stable income. None. None of yeah. this was ever supposed to go anywhere. It was supposed to be us. It started with Star Wars, and we've and we've branched out, and we've started including other topics, and we plan to continue to do that. Because we're multifaceted, yeah. and and we've kind of garnered a little bit of a community and friendship with people that are also multifaceted. So when it's like, hey, we like this thing. Hey, they like that thing. You know, you want to kind of open the door for all those kinds of conversations. Yeah, Star Wars brings us all together, and then from there we find all these other things of of music interests and fandoms that we like as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it feels like we're entering our like. 2018 Jenna Marbles phase where we're just making absolutely just selfish content it's such a for niche, the rest of our
1: life. Uh, well, I mean, uh, it's a niche reference, but it's right. It's right. It's a, it's, right. It's, a, it's our Brian David Gilbert experience. Exactly.
0: Who, who knows what's going to happen? We might cover our face in rhinestones. <laughs> nope. We might make a new poke wrap. Nope. We might make a chair out of jeans. Nope. We might uh, um, make an Aries kitchen. I don't know. No. Nope. Oh, come on. <laughs> well... Considering that you're a Leo? Yes. And I'm a Libra?
1: I'm a human. And my name is Anakin. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm
0: a pilot, you know. Yeah.
1: no, But uh, we mentioned, or I mentioned, um, Brian David Gilbert, um, who's yeah. a creator we enjoy. And he said it well after leaving uh, his uh, job with Polygon. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, I knew if I did this thing, there was like this group of people that would follow me. And there were these other people that were there for the other thing. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, yeah, that that really confirmed some feelings of like because the, the pressure of if we change the format, if we stop doing this or if we don't do what's popular, if we don't do yeah. a top 10, if we don't do a and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to crap on any certain idea or episode type. And it, it's just if we do it, it, this is our podcast. Yeah. You podcast the way you want. You person the way you want a person. Like, but for us to give something. uh. uh to give our time to, to give our, our energies to, you know, the whole idea behind it was let's do this thing because it's going to make us happy. Mm -hmm. That's why we started this. That's what we want to continue to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if we don't talk about every part of the Mandalorian season two, that's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, you got to remember the origin of this podcast was us sitting in a car on our way home from Kentucky talking about Palpatine. Yeah.
1: And it was like, this was awesome. We yeah. should do this more and we should share this. And and that's, that's the only uh, logic behind making it a podcast is it's the idea of doing something we already do that we like and sharing it and, and you know, again, in the BDG uh, aspect of it somebody out there's gonna like it yeah you know if that's just Jim Rebecca and Doug who are our patrons who are amazing and are very patient with us because oh, so imp- uh, so I mean, patient. we we flip-flop and we go back and forth and we bounce things off and we talk through so much and we try things and like they're just mm-hmm. always there they're they've supported us throughout all of that and so we appreciate our patrons we appreciate everyone that's supported yeah. us through that process but you know we we know there are people even if it's 5 12 10 people we know there's people that are going to listen and follow and be like hey yeah this is a new episode I I like it and then there's other people that aren't because it's not the popular thing and we're not as comprehensive as Star Wars Explained or we're not as funny as you know um, uh, Force Center like I'm just thinking of like the big brands both both of which we like yeah you know but um, we want our decisions to be about having fun making something talking about Something we like, yeah, and, and share. Like every decision should be motivated by we want to have fun and we want to share that. You know, why did we go to YouTube? Initially, it was because we wanted more audience, mm-hmm. but really now it's a matter of if it's a way that somebody else can see and listen, you know, to what we're doing and maybe enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Then we'll do it.
0: I mean, even if it's just looking at our beautiful faces,
1: <laughs> right, and our um, beautiful sweaters, you know. But if you if you just listen to the podcast, you know. Why do we improve the quality of the equipment? Well, you know, we want it to be good if people are choosing out of all of the millions of podcasts, and I will go down on record saying there's probably millions.
0: There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of podcasts.
1: They choose us, and God bless you, uh, but like...
0: Yeah, you could have been listening to the Sawbones. What are you doing We want this
1: to be good only because we want people to enjoy it alongside of us. We want people to enjoy us enjoying what we enjoy star wars our various other fandoms and everything mm-hmm. um so things might not be as comprehensive things might not be as research things might just be a conversation mm-hmm. it might just be for fun um you know and, and up front that that goes to say we hope you'll be with it if yeah. if not we hope you'll find someone who does what you're looking for um yeah. And you
0: if know. you're still here, thank you. Yeah. Like, I, we don't do this, like you said, for money or for anything else. We do this because we love it. Because mm-hmm. the community that we have been a part of and the small community that we've created. Right. Which, in reality, it's just us making friends.
1: Yeah, people just how, somehow, like, come come around. And so, yeah. what's nice, though, is we've been able to come around and meet people like Jesse with Game Infinite. We've been able to meet... Um, you know, Rowan Brad, who started up Red 5. Mm -hmm. um, And there is a podcast in the Red 5 network for everybody. Yeah. Those guys that podcast and Jesse who covers, you know, game news and content and cosplay and just all things around gaming that you could love. Like, they're comprehensive. They're great at what they do and they grind. They can do that. We want to support them doing that. Yeah. We want to do our thing. And so you know, it's nice to be able to say, hey, if you want more, we know people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here here's people you should definitely be interested in, you know, but as for as for me and my podcast, <laughs> we're going to be over here making jokes and having the fun. Bars. And mm-hmm. um yeah, again, just hopefully people like it. You know, I yeah. mean, every time we do something, we end it and we post it and put it out there with Man, I hope somebody likes that.
0: Yeah, with no expectations (laughs) whatsoever. We just drop it in the middle of the road like a possum and run away.
1: And that's what's so nice when things are received and liked. And, you know, um, know, we really, towards the end of 2020, started pushing the bounds. We introduced the Nerdiverse um, series where we talk about other things. Mm -hmm. And I talked about Halo for four, three, four episodes god bless you people. and you know what Gosh. that was some of my
0: favorite podcasting that we've done but it,
1: and and it was done in a way you never would have imagined like never would have thought to just mm-hmm. script something out read it and and that's the episode and there and, were visual aids and it was great <laughs> and then you know and then doing um like our you know read and play or whatever you would you describe the bounty hunters episode where, yeah like we're just reading a book and talking about it like stuff like that where it's just like you know, we, it, that, that's a great example of, we like that book. We really like that book. And we look for an opportunity to talk about that book. Let's just make an episode about it. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's us in 2021. And, and like I said, hopefully you guys are along with us. We've already eaten up a lot of time. Um I'm not- Maybe we'll preface with a timestamp of where you can get into the actual episode.
0: <laughs> or not, we might just make you sit through this,
1: <laughs> but um we wanted to be, you know, you can only Tweet so much and I don't think anybody if anybody's a Facebooker like sorry we don't do a we post the episodes on Facebook and that's kind of it because Facebook's Facebook's not a great platform
0: it's a landmine it's not great
1: um you know whereas Twitter is much more interactive even Instagram to a point is like yeah it you can't really interact Twitter's where we are most at home and so Mm -hmm. you know we put it out there Uh, and everything but we put it on Instagram as well but hopefully this kind of puts more into perspective and hopefully this helps people not feel guilty or questionable or anything like that and hopefully it lets people know hey this is where we're going if you want to jump off now that's fine yeah Um, so that you don't feel like you're wasting your time Um, I I don't think it's going to be so much that we're changing it's just that we're doing we're doing something we should have been doing from the get-go and we're doing it more and as much yeah. as we can
0: and we're doing it for us yeah
1: and you know just inviting you we put it out there as that invitation of this is our thing but you can you can join in you can talk to you can be a part of it you can enjoy it yeah there's space at um, the
0: table you just gotta sit down
1: exactly so um but no yeah we definitely did want to take time to talk about the mandalorian season two um because well i mean there's a lot to like about it oh and, yeah and, and that so we kind of breezed by some of the other great things of 2020, and they were out there. And, um, you know, we did talk about the Clone Wars. Uh, we haven't talked about comics in a long time on the show just because it's, it's hard. There's a lot of them. And it, it's one of those things where it starts to feel like we're getting into reviewing and we're getting into, um, you know, breakdowns and everything. And so... It's, yeah. it's hard, but if, there, if there's a series you want to hear about, um, you can let us know. There's a Bounty Hunter series going on right now, which is really cool. Um, and so it may tie into some of the things that are exciting about the ending of, chap- of um, The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, because uh, our favorite Bounty Hunter is back. And so um, mm-hmm. who's to know what kind of seeds are sown in the comic as it goes on um, moving forward? Very true. So so there, there's a lot of great things, but uh, the cake goes to the Mandalorian, I think.
0: And boy, does he have cake.
1: Yeah. I mean, if if we're talking the Siege of Mandalore versus Mandalorian, uh,
0: it's, well, it's, it's it's hard to...
1: First of all, I don't think it's fair. No you have to take list. all of season seven together. And I'm not saying... Yes. Siege of Mandalore is just peak season seven. I'm not saying the rest is bad. Um... It was all about Siege of Mandalore. Let's be honest; that's yes. the reason that was part of the Clone Wars saved trailer.
0: Listen, I, this I remember an interview with Sam Witwer like years ago where he was asking Dave Filoni what happened at the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, and he was like, "No, I'm yeah. telling you, mm-hmm. you'll find out."
1: Good thing because now, <laughs> yeah, now we see it fresh and yeah. everything.
0: And it was absolutely fantastic.
1: Um, but I feel like you also can't take Season Two on its own with the Mandalorian because it's starts with chapter nine it starts just with the next chapter it's Mm -hmm. it's a continuation which every season is but like no this isn't a jump and skip this is you turn the page and here you go you're you're meant to watch consecutively yes i mean as seasons go on that might get harder but you Mm -hmm. you get the best effect if you go from chapter one to chapter 16 right because it's eight and eight right i think it's eight and eight so chapter 16 so you're kind of meant to take it in that flow it's it all goes together it's all the same story of this space dad finding this kid trying to get rid of the kid and doing it i i <laughs> like it I,
0: it it's the story of a single dad who drops his child not even a school. single
1: he can't be a single dad
0: what well you're talking sense?
1: about in the ending
0: no I'm, what
1: he can't he's single and then he becomes single dad when he finds the baby
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get what you mean.
1: A man becoming a single dad.
0: A man becoming a single dad. Yes. Um, Which much...
1: I can't. Ex- well, he found. We know. We know he found the baby. But if you just say he became a single dad, like how? Context, <laughs> please. Biology says that does not work. Yeah.
0: And someone made a meme.
1: Except in that one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie.
0: That did. Ha- uh, Mr. Dad. No. Mr. Mom. No. I think that was it. I, I don't think so. What, what, Junior. Junior. That's the movie. We need to do an episode about no, Junior.
1: That and Twins is never getting talked about on this podcast. But those are my two <laughs> favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger they movies. They are the worst <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Which is why um, I love them. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. Anyway. um, What was I talking about? Single dad. Single dad who's dropping his kid off at school. Mm-hmm. And along the way he kind of just loses the kid a couple times. Mm-hmm. Which happens a lot. Oh and someone made a meme that was um, kind of like the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other.
1: Oh, with um Mando and um
0: <laughs> Mando, Geralt, and uh, what's the third one? I don't remember. And another character mm-hmm. of whom I do not remember the name of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that that tickled me as funny because all shows oh, that I enjoy. Yeah,
1: are... them finding kids or the, the, a- a acquiring child. a child. <laughs> yeah, that's the center plot point. Yeah, um, which
0: yeah. all are. Connected. Well, not connected, all are yeah. leading back to the Akira Kurosawa film The Wolf and the Cub.
1: Oh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um yeah, I was I was honestly surprised how it ended with season two given I, I really expected yeah. in that ending when Grogu saw his face, like I thought that was gonna be a no. Yeah. Uh like I love the people comparing that to the um Darth Vader thing of let me look on you with my own with eyes. My own eyes. Uh, oh. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the moment where Grogu's just like... I don't want to go. No, bye. Bye, I Bo- have my bye bowl cut. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it leaves off on a very, very interesting point, yeah. and even more whereas with season one left off with a mission, mm-hmm. get this kid to a Jedi. Even it, I don't think in, when season one ended, though, anybody thought that was going to actually happen.
0: No, I, I thought that it was going to be way down the road.
1: Everything about season two works to strengthen their relationship you Mm -hmm. know to the point where he's threatening moff gideon with his own words of he's more precious to me than you'll ever know and and it was all of that build up that was why i was so surprised they went through with it um it it makes sense but i have to wonder though what's gonna go on i mean we don't understand grogu's species um anything no we know they age slowly so he's 50 but he's a child so it's like I don't know how much he's processing and thinking through that so it's like does he understand the decision he made does he does he know what he's doing like does he understand like this is Mm -hmm. very I don't think it's undoable but it's a pretty big deal
0: yeah I think he understands to a point
1: he knows he's meant to be with Jedi I think you know yeah. having had experience you know the big reveal when Ahsoka shows up of hey he was in the temple like he would he lived Jedi life Sh- like it shows he-, he knows these are kind of his tribe but I you know equating that to how this guy's treated me for the past couple months maybe yeah like and and clearly you know in season two is also about showing the effect both have on each other it's not just it's it's what grogu's done to din and also what din's done to grogu and that's the big part of the ending where they see each other like that where it's just like this is how far they've come Mm
0: -hmm. and not to mention how far din has come as a character in general i mean like we get the scene between him and bo katan when she takes off her helmet and he's immediately like not mandalorian nope you can't be a mandalorian you took off your helmet what
1: and I appreciate them putting to bed the yeah. controversy, the the plot hole that people thought it was. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, it just seemed like the, the fandom was so caught up in the mm-hmm. introduction of this thing. Whereas retroactively now we see, no, it was planting seeds to come back to. Hey, yeah. No, he's a byproduct of a cultish example. Of, exactly. Uh, uh, you know, I feel like the gaps could have been filled in. Yeah, I mean on your own, <laughs> but
0: we there's like you said there's seeds being planted in the first season. Like he's rescued by Death Watch, which in itself is an extremist branch of Mandalorians. Right, and, if you think about it real hard. Yeah,
1: I mean even what it be- what it had become is not what Bo was a part of. Yeah, it wasn't what Pre had resurrected during the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the seeds were planted of like we think he rep- we think they're just Mandalorians, but we're gonna come back later and remind like tell you no they're they're a different breed like they're Mandalorians, but they're what Mandalorians are when they're broken down like when they, when they're run yeah. into the the sewers literally for hiding and living, and that's what's you know and we get such a a, a spectrum of Mandalorians, we kind of get the more classic Mandalorian in Bo, Mm -hmm. Um, still very prideful of Mandalorian culture and everything, but not so prideful of, to go as far as Din's cult of, no, if you, if you go outside of these bounds, you, you aren't worthy. Mm -hmm. Like, no, we're just better than ever. Like Bo's, we're better than everybody. Mandalorians are better. Din is like, no, if you don't do this procedure, you're not Mandalorians, or I should say children of the Watcher that way. Mm -hmm. And then over here, you've got Boba Fett.
0: You've got Boba Fett, who was raised by a specific Mandalorian. Who was raised
1: by somebody who, and we talked about this, when we talked about, we did an episode um, last year on the legends of the Fets, mm-hmm. and and it was all about, um, like, just the story they've come from, and, and a lot of it was legends, and lo and behold, who called it, I, I'm not claiming that, but... No. No, it... <laughs> a lot of that comes in play here.
0: Yeah, I mean Je- you get the name drop of Jaster Muriel. Yeah,
1: you get Jaster Muriel. You get that uh Django was part of the Mandalorian uh the, the True Mandalorians. Yeah, um, the True Mandalorians. You know, that's that's open seasons. That's that comic series that I keep recommending people read. Read it's it. on comixology. It's like five ninety nine. Context. Get it. Um, you know, we, we talked about um oh the name escapes me but like the um series where uh boba fett escapes and and gets picked up by jawas and like that that happened because aftermath they have <laughs> his armor we literally started the season with that scene yeah. of cop vanth getting that
0: dude just the setup of that whole interaction of um cop vanth? yes cop vanth yeah thank you um the story of Cobb Vanth being so cool and so Timothy Oliphant with his narrow waist <laughs> and his tall bean pole body. Yeah. In the Boba Fett armor. Like, I, as soon as that happened, I knew, oh, we're getting Boba Fett this season.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I knew happening. that before I started episode one. Thanks, spoilers. Oh, yeah, that um, did happen. I'm sorry, baby. But, and what I, I and just real quick on Cobb Vanth, just to fit him in, because he was one of my yeah. favorite. introduction. He did a
0: fantastic job.
1: Other than, obviously, Boba Fett, of all of the people that came into this, I appreciate Cobb Vanth more than Bo-Katan and Ahsoka, because Mm -hmm. Bo and Ahsoka both have a lot of storytelling on their own. Yeah. Cobb Vanth was a book-only character, and what's really great is you only get a a scotch of his story in Mm -hmm. this. There's plenty, like, there's enough to wet your palate, get you interested, now go back and read. And, mm-hmm. you know, even if you just read the short stories of Cobb Vanth in the Aftermath trilogy. But guess what? Like, you want to know why I literally teared up when Snap Wexley died in The Rise of Skywalker? You want to know why I cried? I, like, <laughs> that teared me up. And then I cried when um, Wedge Antilles shows up. Like, two minutes after his his stepson, yes, dies. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's Aftermath. You, Aftermath sets yeah. things up wh- where you like Snap. And then all of a sudden you get... Um, I believe it's Rise of Resistance where, um, you know, we get the reveal of, oh, Nora and Wedge. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I like this pair. Yeah. Um,
0: Go to your local Barnes & Noble and pick up after that. <laughs> yeah. So It'll lo- be on a table at mine.
1: So much payoff. So, uh, but yeah. Um, but we get uh, so much drop, um, so much information drop that's so familiar mm-hmm. without necessarily saying, hey, all that stuff is canon. We didn't say that, but we did say these highlights yeah. of the Fett family are yeah. canon.
0: But it did feel like the line in Force Awakens where Han's like, it's true, all of it. Yeah,
1: so, and, you know, it's not one of those things where it's like Filoni stepping on Filoni because, wait, Filoni said in um, Clone Wars, he wasn't, ma- I, I, like, I got, s- I am to this day, like, there's not too many Star Wars arguments that get under my skin. Mm-hmm. So much as that one. Because it's one of those things where it comes from people that if you say, Hey, this thing over here said, No, that's not true. Oh, okay. Well, by the way, Boba Fett's a Mandalorian. No, that happened over here. It said so in this. Yeah, but that's not true. Like you mm-hmm. pick and choose what you choose to think is real because yeah. it supports your character of canon. Mm-hmm. So anyway, suck it. Man Boba Fett is Mandalorian. <laughs> the fets are Mandalorian. All right. And and so you get that through. Boba Fett canonizing these story points that say Mm -hmm. this is a man who was raised in the honorable times of Mandalorian culture. This was them when they were who people today idolize. You want to know why Mando mercs exist. You want to know why so many people dress up like this. Number one, it's an easy costume. Number two, there's a lot of things in their culture and people that's great and honorable. Like if you understand Mandalorian culture of old it's really great and interesting that's what got that's what got Django swept up and you know when you've got this guy who's like hey you're with me now mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm gonna be your your guide your your father figure I'm gonna take you in and I'm gonna make you great and that happens that's what he that's what Django was about it wasn't about being Mandalorian. Yeah. Just like Boba Fett says, he never claims to be Mandalorian. He claims to be Boba Fett, son of Jango Fett. And Jango Fett is son of Jaster Jastamereel, probably right. the last great Mandalorian. And so, in, in the truest sense of the honorable Mandalorians. Yeah. and so, Not to say everything they did was good. They killed people. They, 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 they killed
0: a lot of people.
1: Yeah, they killed people. But I'm saying they did it in a way where you were still like, oh, my gosh, I got killed by a Mandalorian. That was cool. <laughs> right. So but anyway, so you have this kind of gray area where it's like he represents honorable aspect. And and I love that we see that in Boba Fett by, by getting him characterized in these moments. We get the most characterization of Boba Fett since the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And we see that. No, he he's not a bad guy. No. He's out for himself. He is, he, he is selfish.
0: He is a simple man trying to make his way in the galaxy <laughs> like his father before him. Right.
1: You, you know, he is a scoundrel. He is, yeah, he is a part of scum and villainy. But he has these things that his father taught him and his father's father taught him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're represented and they're etched into this armor figuratively. And that is why, you know, that's who he is. He is not Boba Fett without that armor. That's why that was important. To bring that together, to bring Boba Fett, the person with Boba Fett, the armor Mm -hmm. to like, you know, completely um, like re-iron that, like just kind of clean that up and, you know, like, no, now, now I'm, now I'm me. Like, I'm not some hermit who's going to live on this dust ball. Like, I'm Boba Fett. And that's what's so great about the ending with the tease of Book of Boba Fett being like, okay, I am back Yes. Like this is a Boba Fett, 100% Boba Fett again. Yeah, and Bib Fett Tuna. <laughs> Which I was so great uh, um, you know, bringing back Matt Wood Ma- Matthew I want mm, Matthew Wood. Matthew <laughs> Wood. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fun. Not Elijah so, Wood, Matthew Wood. Yeah, biggest thing for me was definitely um getting to see Boba Fett in action. Be awesome and great and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I love what he represents. I love that he represents no There's good things about Mandalorians, but I'm going to take that, put that a part of my life, and I'm just going to be Boba Fett, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Not Boba Fett the Mandalorian, just Boba Fett. Yeah. So you have this, like, spectrum of all the way from, I just believe some of the things are good, but I'm not one of you guys. Like, that's the guy that's like, I'm going to treat my neighbor well, but not because I go to church. Then you've got the guy that's like, never miss Sunday school, ever. Yes, or but else.
0: he is still a garbage. Right? Human. Like
1: like I treat my people. I, I treat my um my kids our kids that way threatening them with Sunday school um <laughs> be a child of the watch. Never miss Sunday school. Um uh, but then you got Bo-Katan, who's just like, "Nah, it's you know, we don't have to go to church and do all that other stuff cuz we're just better. We don't have p- yeah. p- pray, spiritual gifts. Nah, <laughs> I'm just better."
0: My spiritual gift is being cool. Her right. spiritual gift is
1: being redheaded as she... heck. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it was great seeing Bo. Um, it was great making that connection of Katie Sackhoff from voice to character. Yeah, that and was everything. fantastic. Uh, it had to be weird to act that. Um, any good voice actor will tell you I'm an actor and they are. And that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, when the camera's on you versus where the, the mic is just on... Are are different things, so yeah. I, I I'm sure that was quite the process to kind of bring in. Like I've got to, I can't just say these things like Bo Katan would say them. I have to, I have to act it. I have to yeah. look like that. And the the scene where she meets Boba is the best of that it's so good because so you could good. almost mistake her for a good person in the one where she first shows up when din meets her and her entourage on on the um, yeah the mission where they learn about ahsoka
0: and she very supportively explains yeah to him, she's
1: just very just like no you, oh you poor child like you can this, do this this is the way sweetie yeah um <laughs> and then she, you come back to her later and it's just like you know oh mudblood and it's just yeah. like it's oh, this no. very evil like Malfoy. Kind of ness to it. She
0: reminds you that she is HBIC. It's
1: very Malfoyish, it's very kind awful. of. Not, I wouldn't say it's as toxic as that because we did get satine from her family, so clearly. Yes. But um, it, it's some of that same thing culturally, where it's just like you mudblood, like you, you're not pff, wizard. No, mm-hmm. it's you. You're just lucky that you know one of your parents just happened to get it in right, and it's just like, it, and it's such a weird perspective, you know. And, and that's why I say she's the prideful one. In all of this, you see the Mandalorian pride and you really see it in the finale when you get all the Darksaber yeah. stuff.
0: Dude, oh my goodness gracious. Sakes <laughs> alive. I, that little moment of him offering it to her and just like, I yield. and that's Just what, take it. It's what's <laughs> so
1: funny. It, you could partially put it on. his. His focus was obviously on the kid, sure. Yeah. But in addition to that, it's so funny to see them switch sides because when they first meet, like we already talked about, helmet it's just like what, what do you mean it's not a big deal no this is a big deal you're not a Mandalorian if you do that like you like you know red alert yeah and now here he is proper Mandalorian culture because the dark saber proper mm-hmm. you know he, he's just like man he, here's your thing
0: he is the ruler of Mandalorian yeah he's like
1: just here, here's here's the thing it's have fine thing. I didn't kill him uh which to be fair she should have explained yeah probably
0: yeah all she said was bring him to me
1: yeah like he's mine Okay, yeah. but here's the thing. You literally set the mission up where you guys go one way, he goes the other. Yeah. 50-50 shot, one of you is going to meet Bo- uh, Moff Gideon. So, yeah. like, you should have been prepared of that. I mean, he had no choice but to fight him. Yeah. Um, my, he had his kid. Yeah, like, my thing, though, is I, I think it, it the deal is not sold. And th- this is, again, where people were like, it's such a plot hole, it's so messed up. And it's just like, didn't she do that thing in Rebels? And it's just like, here's the deal. Moff Gideon is still alive. That's the technicality.
0: That is the entire technicality. She could like, just off Moff Gideon.
1: I mean, because my thing is, and every it like they're trying to create this um uh, uh sort of concern and anxiety of oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Here's the thing. If if Din beating Gideon, though not killing him, earns him the Darksaber, then all she has to do is beat him in combat. Mm-hmm. And she's got that too. She doesn't have to kill him. If if Din doesn't have to kill Gideon, Bo doesn't have to kill Din. Yeah. So although like it it's a it's a self-mooting issue.
0: Yeah, if she were to kill Gideon, she would inherit all of the Los Poyas Hermanos in the uh in Arizona the, area.
1: <laughs> is this a Narcos reference?
0: No, it's a breaking bad reference. Oh gotcha. Oh the other drug one. <laughs> yeah. Pedro's in Narcos. I, I know. It was a very good I show. know. Uh,
1: he's in it with um, Diego Luna. Yes, he is. Who um, I'm, I get more and more excited. I rewatched Dude. all, all the, all the movies. But when I got to Rogue One, I just lingered on him for a and minute and stared. was just like, you "I can't man. wait to." See, like, there's something <laughs> about Latina men where it's like, I, I just want to look at you. Like, I don't want people to take this out of context, but I'm Oscar just Oscar Isaacs? Yeah, you, you're just like. I enjoy seeing your face on this screen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, you're you're a beautiful man. and I like,
1: just... like, look at most of the internet. Like, search yeah. Pedro Pascal. Search Diego Luna. Search, um, I wanted to say Poe Dameron. Dang it. Um, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar Isaacs. Oscar Isaacs. Look that up, and most of it's stan accounts. Most of it's just, like, you For know. good the, reason. These fan vids and all this. Other. But it, people are obsessed with these beautiful men. Mm-hmm. There's science to this. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> So I'm just very happy to see um, Diego return soon. But yeah. anyway, so, yeah, it was just funny to see the flip-flop of, like, here's this guy who cared about, like, procedure and, you know, theology here a minute ago. And then he's just, like, willy-nilly, oh, here's your toy back. Have like, a toy. Okay, well, if it was only so easy. So it, it was interesting, though, in that episode seeing, you know, again, that Mandalorian pride in her. Like, she's a reflection of dent They're both characters of what of what Mandalorians have become. Mm-hmm. They're both extreme versions of Mandalorians. And even if good qualities have seeped in through, I mean, it's like church denominations. Even if good things have, through the generations passed down through churches to what some of the main denominations are yeah. now, it doesn't make every denomination right or or good. Yeah. And, and that's more of a churchy conversation, I understand, for some people. But it's just one of those things where it's just because Jesus is talked about doesn't make it, you know, the thing. I mean, that's yeah. that's why we have, you know, people like Creflo Dollar. Um, you know, that's why we have all of these big name, you know, big churches out there. Yeah,
0: I almost said John Ossoff, but it's not John Ossoff. It's Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. <laughs> John Osso- Ossoff is Jewish. Yes. that
1: um, be... And a Star Wars fan. And
0: a Star Wars fan. So, I'm so excited.
1: So... Um, but, you know, it, it's the same thing of just because you are Mandalorian and you have you do have, okay, yeah, you guys do communion too. Great. So mm-hmm. do we. But we also handle snakes. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that's out of context.
0: It's way out of context. <laughs> like the whole
1: thing of the helmet is like the snake handling. It's the, it's the out of context practice where it's like, hey, yeah. buddy, you're getting it right over here. We need to talk about the stinky helmet. It's got to come off. <laughs> You need a shower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're too beautiful to hide under that. Right. Uh,
1: I don't care what they tell you. The snake bites are not kisses. Put it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need a hospital. Um, So, you know, and then you just got Boba Fett over here just like, I just like the armor. <laughs> he's just sitting back with
0: a cup of tea just like, I love the drama.
1: Right. Um. He's living his best life. He's doing great. Him, him and Fennec Shand just are sipping doing great.
0: Having a great time.
1: Which, I'm not fully on board yet with the Boba Shand ship.
0: No. I think that it would be better for them to stay friends.
1: But I will say, try me. Try me. They do look good together. Convince (laughs) me.
0: Don't send us your fanfics. As long as
1: we get more um, Ming-Na Wen.
0: Honestly, yeah. I'm
1: great with it. My favorite Disney princess is now my favorite, like, gun for hire. I'm here for it, okay? So let's stick with that convince me it's real and i'll be for it um yeah i i I liked the commentary of things with the mandalorians getting a lot more featured if anything that's the best um that's the best kind of difference between this and that of the the first season first season's very lone wolf it's very small scale whereas this one we get a lot of faces familiar faces name drops and we get a lot more empire and all these other things Mm -hmm. everything gets dialed up and it can feel like such a like program change but I feel like it was all a good progression and I feel like it's all there to kind of follow along this dude who's kind of just growing beyond um what his way of seeing like life like he has a way about him in the like he's he thinks he's following the way, mm-hmm. like, you know, when we first meet him. And now, like, by the end of it, he's his, his values have changed. His priorities have changed.
0: Yeah. I, I think the best way that I've thought of to describe it is that he has his twin sons moment where he's looking at this kid that he's given up almost everything he has for. And mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, oh, that's it. Right. Okay. I get it now.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm it leaves me very curious to see where it goes. And and what's really cool about season two, it can feel like you're talking about like everybody else, but it's one of those things where it's like all the supporting cast are mm-hmm. lenses for our main character to kind of see himself and grow and change himself. You know, Din seeing uh Bo as a representation of Mandalore. like you gotta figure he's but he's surrounded by the epitome of both of his identities, yeah. Bo Katan is literally the former Mandalore. She represents what his culture at that point should be, yeah. not necessarily the best, but she represents Mandalorians. Then you got Boba Fett, the ultimate bounty hunter, who represents this you know lifestyle choice that he's made, um, you know this this, um, this thing he's chosen to make his career. You know, you've got the epitome of both of those surrounding him. And and I think it's this sort of tug of war of are you going to be like these characters or are you going to be you? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to be the next Mandalore? Are you going to be the next best Boba Fett? No, because he's alive and you wouldn't <laughs> dare. But like, you know, it's this idea of are these who I'm supposed to be or am I supposed to be something completely different? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we have him now is this decision to make of who is Din Djarin?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like who am i like
0: he's been mando for the last however many years yeah
1: like he's been identified by these two things so much now you know all of a sudden that's been deconstructed and he's left empty like he, he doesn't have the kid anymore he doesn't have what's been his mission
0: mm-hmm. does
1: he just go back to, like he this is the fork in the road does he go back to bounty hunting Do, is he going to choose to live like boba fett or is he going to Take on Mandalorian leadership? Is it going to be a politician? Because Mandalore is like this weird warrior politician like mix. So it's like, is that what he's going to do? Yeah. Like, you know, and and that's the big thing, and and that's why like seeing through the lens of, you know, these two big supporting characters teaches us, or or kind of leaves us where we are with Din. You know, there are other great uh, cast members as well. Um, we already men- mentioned Finnick, You've got Cara Dune back, which. Uh, the ladies in the last uh, oh, episode dude, just rock it.
0: The whole scene where in the elevator where she's trying to fix her gun. Yeah, I, that was so funny. <laughs> it was very funny. I got it. I don't need help. I got it. <laughs> and then hitting work, someone with the gun. <laughs> yeah,
1: they work really... That, that happened a couple of times in this season, I think. So, yeah, <laughs> it, a lot of... It worked so well. This thing is empty.
0: Yeet.
1: That's effective. You don't just... just it, it. It's still is a it, weapon. It's a An thing. unloaded gun is still a weapon. Exactly. So, you know, and, and um, you know, grief comes back. We see him with new responsibilities. <sighs> um, Uncle. You know, like, there's all these other characters, and that's true. I, 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 Ahsoka shows up, and, yeah, it's fine. Feelings. I'm hoping the show. Um, I, I think I'm just on the cusp of really liking everything they did. Um, it was, that one was a weird episode for me because I had a lot of misconceptions going in. Or I shouldn't say. I guess missing conception. I I had my ideas of what I wanted, and mm-hmm. obviously it wasn't that.
0: Yeah, we and had.
1: Oh. I, I think I just made myself disappointed.
0: Yeah, we had a very interesting um. Set that lended itself to a very beautiful scene.
1: Oh yeah, the, the only thing I could say originally was good was yeah. the the look of the episode. It looked good. It yeah. was beautiful.
0: And there were a couple times where I was just reminded of like, is this Princess Mononoke? Yeah. I don't
1: know. Well, it's Dave Filoni's episode, so yes. Yes. Um, so, but I, I'm to the point now, I, I really enjoy that episode. Mm-hmm. And I am, good episode. at least now, excited for Ahsoka's own runabout in, in her own show. Mm-hmm. So I've I've come somewhere else. Um, you know, that's probably the only thing that's still a hang-up for me uh, in terms of this being a complete, like, just utter success was I'm still not 100% with that Ahsoka, Ahsoka thing. But that's fine. I'm hoping the show does it for me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but her showing up was such a big deal for the character. Yeah, um, it was
0: very important. I mean, I think it it was huge yeah, like, for uh, Dave Filoni.
1: I, I, I really hope... I mean, because that's kind of his thing. That's mm-hmm. his... Like, we want to talk about... Clone Wars wouldn't be Clone Wars without Ahsoka. No. He, his whole thing, his whole, like, um, Holy Grail of con- con- contribution to star Wars centered around this bratty little character that we saw grow up for three years, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, in, in the show. Um, really it's been 10 years, which is yeah. even crazier, but you know, it, it it's, this is his thing. Mm-hmm. This is the most his thing he could ever do. You know, yeah. even the Mandalorian, it's him and John, it's their pet project. And it, and, As far as a lot of the creative work, a lot of that's John, And, you know, Dave's there to help model that and mold it into, hey, I've been making Star Wars for 10 years. Here, let me help you make a show. Yeah. So it's not, Mandalorian's not Dave Filoni's. It's not John's either, but it's it's theirs. But the only thing Dave Filoni can say is like, this is mine. Mm -hmm. Was this little character he's created that's grown up and has gone on to do amazing things and is now playing alongside the big character she's she's in the shows Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: she's getting her own show like that's such a big deal
0: and you know i can't you know discount the emotion and the you know importance of the fact that we saw ahsoka tano in live action yeah that was an incredible moment because she is one of my favorite characters And in all of Star Wars, uh, she is the character that I identify with the most personally. Mm -hmm. So seeing her in all of her glory, um, the design could have been a little different, but I understand why it was the way that it was, Mm -hmm. was an emotional moment. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, much like I think Dave intended, she had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. She had to be... a. A very specific way. And I think that Rosario Dawson did a good job. Mm-hmm. Would I have preferred Ashley Eckstein in that scene or in that episode? Yeah. Because, you know, she is my Ahsoka. Yeah. Am I upset with the fact that, you know, do I feel that she was passed over? Not necessarily. I feel like they made a decision to cast a different actor that could embody her physically. I love pictures of Ashley Eckstein cosplaying as Ahsoka so much, but I feel like Rosario Dawson did a good job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where I'm going to finish that statement. It's
1: really weird when you have a character shared. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, for Pete's sake.
1: What? Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it and you know yeah. but the, that for me doesn't really count cuz it's a good blending they blended that they, they did a fantastic they job they learning. didn't discount one for the other yeah um it yeah it's weird it's weird to have this relay race character where someone takes it so far and then just passes it along and yeah. um I, you know i i don't want to get in ashley's head and speak for her i don't want to represent i, I don't want to claim to represent how she feels about it she passed she, she very well Mm -hmm. um spoke uh or or typed i guess you know she she made her 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 post and her contribution to the you know this passing of the character and everything and so if she's at peace with it then there we go it's it's good you know um and at the end of the day this is ahsoka now yeah and so um i think it can only get better
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think that this is just a glimpse at what they're going to be able to do and what they will probably do. And um, I know there's theories and all kinds of question marks on what it'll be like and everything like that. Um, I'm just excited that we're getting something different. Um, You know, I I like that this is just another piece of the upcoming releases. You know, Kenobi is probably the biggest named thing because it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, everything else is all these other characters that are, you know, in betweens, you know, they're they're not really in the big things. And that's what's exciting is because we're filling in some of the interesting gaps. We're filling in some of the interesting areas. And so definitely excited for what they're going to do further with uh, Ahsoka uh, and everything like that. Yeah. I, you know, I really think it can only get better. And so, um, you know, I, I, it's it's right up there with like the Boba Fett thing. Very different because I won't say I I love Ahsoka, but she's not one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. So, but it's right up there alongside it in terms of interest. Like I said, that you know, her her appearance in Mandalorian has made me more excited to see more of it, and that's all I can really hope for. Make me want more, yeah. You know, um, you know, whereas with Boba Fett getting his own thing with Book of Boba Fett, that is just dream come true for me. I was going to be happy if they left it where it was, Mm -hmm. but we're getting more. It's gonna be great. So I, I'm very excited. What it looks like, I don't know. I mean, or is that and season three of Mando happening? I don't know. I don't I don't wanna get swept up in all that. I yeah. just wanna be excited about all of this awesome stuff that is happening.
0: Look, man, if Bookabo, if that is just him sitting on the throne and just like just chilling, yeah. having like small conversations. If it's just with Finnick, Tamara
1: Morrison singing, just... I'll take it. If that's the new album, <laughs> I'll take it.
0: I'll take it immediately. And yeah. we will run with it. And Moana shows up. And she. T- <laughs> all of his fictional children
1: <laughs> don't show up.
0: Don't trip on the tarot route. That's all you need. That's part of the song. Also,
1: um, what's his face? Um, Drago. Cal Drago. Jason Momoa is there. Because yes. he's also. Yes, um, he is. Jason yeah.
0: Momoa is there in Rhett McLaughlin. Here's
1: the thing like, everybody wants to marry some. To be their dad. Yes. Not their daddy. Get out. The dad. The like I yeah I all I could hope for would would be for Tamara Morrison to be my dad. That would be amazing.
0: But he can be your dad. You, It'd be very next happy. con we go to. You can ask him.
1: I I gotta meet that man. We got to. I got to make it happen.
0: We almost did.
1: Go support Chicago. our Patreon to pay <laughs> for my trip to meet Tamara Morrison. <laughs> no, um, so. I think we've covered a lot. I think we've talked about a lot and had yeah. a lot of fun. And um, be sure to let us know some of your favorite things uh, about Mandalorian Season 2. Um, you know, we would love to hear from folks uh, as this episode goes out. What are some of your favorite things? What are some of your thoughts on what we've talked about? And if there's anything stand out that you say, hey, maybe this could be its own episode, maybe we could talk about it more, let us know. We'll look at it, we'll see. Mm-hmm. um you know we have some plans coming up for what we're going to be doing with the podcast and everything um next up i know we're going to be uh releasing an episode of Nerdyverse, and we're going to be having christmas in january of sorts uh we're going to be making up for lost time we had plans for christmas that didn't happen so we're going to say screw it and do it on our own time it's <laughs> my <laughs> It it it's christmas for us dang it um so uh excited about that um and then um we are also in talks to introduce a new segment, new series to Nerd Herder, where we kind of just chat, and it's yeah. more us and it's less fandom.
0: We literally have a hat. Oh uh, yeah, so
1: questions. So um, you know this, if you've ever been interested in knowing more about us, or if you haven't, it's going to happen. We just want you know again, it's the, we're we're opening the door for opportunities to do what we think are fun, cool ideas, and that's what we're going to try. So. Hopefully, you'll be with us and patient with us as we kind of push those boundaries and try things out and all of that good stuff. But um, as far as content schedule, we don't have anything completely locked down. When comes out what? I don't know. But um, and we will be getting back to um, Rebels um, because we do enjoy that. And you haven't talked about the fateful scene yet. I so haven't. we have to get there. And if we're going to be getting an Ahsoka so soon, we have to catch you up. Um, you, we really do. Yeah. Because so, a lot happened. A lot. So, <laughs> People getting um, blinded. we need to get you uh, up to speed on all of that. And also, there's just more space moves to talk about. So, there's so much space moves. Um, but yeah, so uh, let us know some of your favorite Mando things. And then we will be back when we are back, uh, hopefully next week, with another episode of nerd stuff. Whatever brand of fandom it may be and yeah. everything. So. Uh, without further ado, I've been your herd leader, John Wayne.
0: And I've been your herd mom, Megan.
1: Until next time.
0: Next time.
1: Next time, I'll Gadget. get you, Gadget. <laughs>